I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top-draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Ah, good morning. I'm with uh, Emily Dean and I'm with Alan Cochran, who you may know. (laughs) That's the cockerel. It's caught on, hasn't it? Though? It has caught on. It's, it's caught on with everyone bar Alan, really. No, no, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Hey. No, I think, I think you're starting to think of yourself as the cockerel. I think we've moved to that stage. Well, occasionally people that I've met that have said, oh, you're the cockerel, are you OK with it? <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, for the record, I'm fine with it. It's nice. It's just nice to be included, isn't it? It's nice yeah, to I don't know about those enormous metal spurs you're wearing this morning. <laughs> Seems to be getting a little too far into character. And his hair's gone a bit Darren Lyons, I oh, think, embracing the, the new show. role. Good for the show. <laughs> All we need is some sort of uh, wrinkled gizzard. Well, <laughs> we've got they a were a good band. Weren't they wrinkled gizzard before that plane crash. <laughs> they, were, they were excellent. Um, we're on we're on airplane mode. I think we've established that. Apparently, the we're in we're in live in Edinburgh and uh, we're at the, the studios of Fourth One. Mm. It's education systems different up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and. Uh, and uh, and apparently it's very sensitive these uh, these microphones to yeah. the phones. We've had to put phones. Well, uh, the cockerel's gone for airplane mode. I've gone completely. In fact, I've got a very old, old phone. I've gone for hovercraft mode, <laughs> <laughs> which I think will be all right. If you want to text us, however, it doesn't mean that you can't get in touch because our phones aren't. You know, we've yeah. got yeah. we've got like a, a screen thing. Our phones are off. <laughs> yeah. So you can text us on eight twelve fifteen about anything. I mean, anything you like. Oh. Obviously, if it's and we won't read it <laughs> you out. You want to encourage this? Well, uh, you know, carte blanche. Well, no, but we'll uh, we, we'll do a day. certain amount of uh, editing, obviously, before yeah. we. Uh, yeah. um, Frank, we've had an email in actually. An this email. Was a, this now. was a midweek one. Mm. I, I love a midweeker. Uh, this is from Stuart. <laughs> and email. <laughs> this is from Stuart. He says, "Dear Frank, Emily, and Alan, this is an Edinburgh-based email. Even better, mm-hmm. as the responsible adult accompanying an under-18, my daughter, to the Saturday show of the Midnight Beast at the Udderbelly in Edinburgh." Do people still do that? Yet yeah, the parents have to. I'll go on, carry on. My night was made when I spotted Frank being ushered in. Oh, I like you being ushered. Oh yeah, like oh, some yeah. sort of criminal yeah, was, Jack I, Ruby I figure. Had, uh, I had uh, two sheepdogs on either <laughs> on either flank. <laughs> It was excellent. Man with a whistle on stage. <laughs> he was heading in my direction and I was ready to pounce and say hello when a member of the staff redirected him to a seat. I thoroughly enjoyed the show and wondered what Frank thought of it. I love the podcast. I listened to them on my 40-minute drive to work from Doha to Mayor Said in Qatar. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. Um, what? Mayor Said. Doha or Messaid? Oh, well, I mean, people know they know what you mean. I always sit yeah. that with pronunciations. Okay. You know what I mean. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? That's lovely. I, I, Stuart. So this bee was just happened to be over in Edinburgh from uh, Qatar. Yeah. Sounds like it's... Might I just point out to Stuart that if uh, if you did notice that Frank was with a tall, gangly 30-something <laughs> looking extremely self-aware uh, and a bit, um, a bit sort of embarrassed at the fact that uh, that was the least sort of easy to get a seat in any venue I have ever experienced in a room full of teenage girls and we were sort of moved from one bit to the other yes. to the other to the other. He probably assumed the... you were my Nordic bodyguard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you have a Nordic bodyguard look to I'm you. I'm not think. sure. <laughs> Only if you, you felt extremely unthreatened and were just giving the job to a Nordic friend of yours. Or well, I know. I always like to have a Scandinavian in the vicinity. Right, well, that, that can be me. Yeah, I can be that guy. That'd be excellent. Anyway, we went to... We went to see um, the Midnight Beast. That's yeah. what it is. You may you may recall they. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm going to go so far as to say they are a friend of the show. Yeah, yeah they, they were the guests. They were guests in the past yeah. midnight. They're 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 a teen sensation. I think it's far. Yeah, they were one of these definitely. people that put a, put a video on YouTube and got 10 million hits. Uh, more than that, actually. Mm-hmm. So we went. Uh, I actually we used to have a, a goalkeeper at West Bromwich Albion called Brian Jensen, who was nicknamed the Beast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever he did anything, save the ball, or we go beast, the whole crowd would go beast. And I've tr- whenever I've been to Midnight Beast gigs, I've been to about three or four, I try to introduce this. I go beast when they, <laughs> thinking it might catch, you know when you try and start something like yeah. that? Never, 
the teenage girls, they're not interested. I can sense yeah. that they are, their target demographic is not a group of people that will go, Beast! Yeah. <laughs> they're or, a bit busy filming or, it. And or they're, they're not going to look around to see if Brian Jensen has <laughs> entered the room. Yeah. One or two of the dads at the back going, is Brian Jensen joined Midnight Beast? <laughs> but is it brilliant to go to a gig where your dad has to come because you're... Yeah. <laughs> yes, I should, uh, to be upfront about this, my, my girlfriend and her sister, um, they, they, they are the managers of Midnight Beast, which is, I don't think I hang around teen. I'm not like one of these men in large coats that go to ladies' athletics meetings. <laughs> you know, I, I, I go there, but they, 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 it was good, wasn't it? Though it was, it, it rocked. was good. It was, it definitely rocked. It was. Was uh, there lots of screaming? Oh God! There was a lot of screaming. Was yeah. there? I love a bit of yeah. screaming. Some of it from me when <laughs> when I was. I mean, you know, I'd got a seat and then I was moved. Yeah, I, I, I won't tolerate that. I was screaming at the fact that the the. The people in front of us, the teenagers, were jumping up and down at the start of each song. They were standing up, and so I was standing up, and then I was sitting back down. By the end, I thought I needed a hip. I needed a hip replacement. <laughs> no, well, uh, yeah, we, we could have done with a bit more hip. Yeah, but, definitely. No, but we, um, it was a problem, that, because I didn't really want to... Well, you know, when you stand up, when you're there as a middle-aged man, you have to be in observer mode. You have mm-hmm. to say, yes, well, I'm, you know, I'm watching I think you have to be jangling car keys. <laughs> Yeah, but so you're a parent. Yeah, I'm about to leave, and I'm waiting for but you. But we had to stand. The, the old, if we yeah. we either stood, and if you stand, you got to dance. I think if yeah. everyone else is jumping about, you just can't stand still. That looks mm-hmm. like you've mm-hmm. been a deliberate stick in the mud. Yeah. We couldn't stay seated. Otherwise, we were on absolute eye level with about twenty teenage bottoms, <laughs> and I could I can't tolerate that. Yeah, a bit like a casting for a Midsummer Night's Dream. <laughs> <laughs> School version, oh. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we we didn't do that. But it was uh, the, I went, the first time I went to a midnight beast gig because I was the oldest man there by mm. um, by quite a while. Martin, um, a, a girl came up to me and said, "Oh, you a fan then of the beast?" I said, well, "Yeah, I like them." She said, "Oh yeah, I bet you do." <gasps> and I said, "No, no, I do like." Them. She said, "Name five of their songs," and I thought, "Well, hold on." <laughs> I have to qualify. This was a girl who's obviously used to tests on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm rusty on doing tests. Yeah. Like that. I haven't done, I haven't done that for a long I time. I need to cram. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I, um, I, uh, I, I was able to rattle off five. Wow. And uh, yeah, that wiped a smile off her spotty little face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. Frank Skinner. That was fun-loving criminals with uh, Scooby Snacks. I, I know. Again, mm. to the man that watched Midnight Beast, I have a passing resemblance to uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, I'm told, <laughs> frequently. Actually, that is true. Yeah. I Particularly can't... the guy on the film, Matthew Lillard, apparently. There you go. I'm just in shock I'm listening to Fun Loving Criminals and I've had some sleep because that takes me back to the 90s frankly yeah well we know we didn't have sleep let's not go any further (laughs) (laughs) speaking of shaggy in in our in our Edinburgh (laughs) (laughs) wasn't that your nick no Uh, in our Edinburgh flat I've noticed on the kitchen wall there's um, there's, uh, again how dare you (laughs) there's some shaggy parasols have you noticed that some shaggy parasols yeah it's a type of mushroom Room, apparently. Oh. So there's there's lots of illustrations from nature in our flat. Is there? And uh, yeah, the shaggy parasol is on our kitchen. Uh, I love our flat. I love a shaggy I'm gonna, parasol. I'm gonna miss this old fella. <laughs> <laughs> a shaggy parasol presumably would have like a small ginger goatee beard suspended about coming out <laughs> from the handle, so you could walk like shaggy. With anyway, <laughs> not for that nonsense. Uh, so yeah, we're in Edinburgh. We're at the festival. I think the world's probably the world's greatest festival isn't it mm. uh, it's of an arts nature certainly the world's largest arts festival I'm not sure I mean greatness you know, I'm, it's, what, it, what is greatness <laughs> yeah, that, that's this week's phoning <laughs> <laughs> what is greatness we should do we should have yeah. more phonings like the bigger questions yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. try and keep it to under 140 characters <laughs> <laughs> No, it's 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 good. Just hanging out, I find in uh, in Edinburgh is great. Now, just yeah. just sort of uh, wandering about, mm-hmm. isn't it, Alan? I'm hoping you're going <laughs> to tell us this thing. God, what? Oh. It's an elder cue card. I thought we were going to talk about Kate Winslet. Well, um, 
<coughs> yeah, I, uh, what you need to do is pay attention, my friend. Someone <laughs> sent an email. I uh, I was uh, I was wandering about and uh, and I I overhear things in the street and I really like little snippets of conversation that you don't get the rest of. And uh, for instance, my wife was on in the street the other day and walked past somebody in Edinburgh saying on their mobile phone, "Yes, I'd really like to kill a stag," which sounds like. You know the rest mm. of that story, don't you? You oh, know where. Oh no, that's horrible, isn't yeah. it? But it's it's quite a weird. It doesn't happen every day, so you sort of go, "Oh wow, mm. a bit of bit of overhearing." Um, but I heard the other day a group of women as I walked past them, and one of them said, "I left one overnight. I put the solution in and kept turning it." Oh, what on earth were they talking about? I left one overnight. I put the solution in and kept turning. And they Sound, all nodded. Sounds like my social life. <laughs> <laughs> they all just nodded, though. That'll be one of you know those um, hog roasts um, where, <laughs> yeah. where the hog is tattooed with a cryptic crossword. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. I left it, it overnight. I put the solution in and kept turning it. <laughs> Do you think yeah. it was actually a marinade? Do you think that's what it was? I left one overnight. No. Uh, well, why would you keep turning? You wouldn't turn it I overnight. A giant contact lens? Is it, it reminds me of an old, an old Irish friend of mine that went back to uh, the home of a... La- of, he used to go to this club. He was about 50 odd, and he, he used to say... He said, you, could, you can't fail to score if you've got a suit on. That's what he used to say. I think I'm allowed to say... I'm allowed, I am. I'm not. Anyway, so <laughs> he went back to this woman's house, and uh, they, they started to become... Um, Intimate. Intimate. And the woman said, hold on, there's one thing I have to do. And she went downstairs and then she came back. And and he said, what did you do? She said, oh, I just turned my husband's urn. Uh, Oh, God. To face away. Yeah, the idea that his face, that he looked outward (laughs) from the front of his urn. (laughs) Yeah, what kind of man was he when alive? Something, I suppose many of us will end up with our urns being turned by our unfaithful (laughs) surviving not me. Spouses. Cryogenically frozen. Really? That what you're like going for? Oh, that's not what I go for on a regular basis. <laughs> no, it's one of my that, hobbies. Is that your choice of, uh, of <laughs> oh, post, post-death behaviour? It's got me written all over it, let's be honest. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't mind being uh, mounted on an enormous <laughs> plaque. Just, I think, from the waist up, <laughs> but, but reaching out. Right. Your ex-girlfriends might hit it with a shoe. <laughs> Frank, yes. I'm very into o- eavesdropping. I'll call it what it is, what Alan's been doing. Yeah. He's saying, oh, isn't it interesting? It is eavesdropping, basically. I did it on the train on the way up to Edinburgh this time round. Oh, yes. I heard a man saying, um, he was on the phone, hate it when they're on the phone, he said, oh, Jeff, we speaketh at last. Oh, oh no. I like the sound of him. <laughs> did he have a suit on? <laughs> yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then I heard him a few a few beats later. No, he had a doublet and hose on. <laughs> oh, strange. And then a few... Try was very light. <laughs> he said, um, oh, well, Jeff, such is the life. He I sounds thought, oh, you and I aren't going to get on. No. no. I like the sound of it. Do you? My favourite one ever was uh, I was in a bookshop and there was a woman in with a very old lady, I presume was a grand, and the old lady said, oh, look at these, all these books. It's a bit like a library. <laughs> <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, <laughs> we've had, uh, we haven't. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen if you'd like yeah. to. And actually, I, I need a bit of, uh, I need a bit of uh, listener advice. Mm. I, um, I branched out this week. I, I, it's my, it's my girlfriend's birthday, Kath, on um, Wednesday, Tuesday. Uh, on Tuesday. And, that was a mistake uh, I yeah, made. We can, yeah, we can, yes, because I told you. Anyway, <laughs> so um, I decided this year I was going to make her a card. Oh, that's nice, Frank. Yeah. Well, is it? When I, no, not really. I owned an art about it, because does it look like... When you say decided, do you mean forgot? Because that's the, that's no, the problem. That I is was the... working on it. Um, I'll tell you how long... I, I saw an image on the internet... Oh, oh God! Yes. And relax. <laughs> I saw an image on the internet of um, a, a, a vampire, a female vampire. Um, oh, this sounds nice. Yeah, and <laughs> no, no, it's it's a cartoon. Okay, of a female vampire, sort of comic art. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of um, black bra pants, stuck in suspenders, and but the face. Oh, that, no, God. hold on, it's a vampire. The face. <laughs> I don't care what it is. <laughs> no, but it's a cartoon. It's not. It's not at all. I don't all. care if it's a Doberman Pinscher in underwear. I don't like it. <laughs> I think that if I'd have more explaining to do if it had been a Darwin picture in underwear on yeah. the internet. Anyway, recent history. What this? <laughs> so, yeah, so, 
so uh, so anyway, um, the, the the vampire really looked like my girlfriend. I mean, Frank. It, no, no, the fact the her eyes and everything really. So I thought I'll keep that picture, I'll save it, and that would make a nice homemade birthday card. You, do you see? Yeah. So I thought that would be lovely. And I handed it over, and she said, oh, you've made a card, you know. And I wasn't quite sure whether she'd... Because uh, I, I, so uh, the glue hadn't quite worked. There was some flappage oh. on the front of the... Of the God. But anyway, um, she said, oh, God, that, that does... I said, it looks like you. She said, it does look like me, right? And her sister said, yeah, it does. And she said, how did you find that? Because obviously you can't Google person that looks like my girlfriend. Mm. Then I slowly became apparent that I must have Googled scantily clad female vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, did, we didn't discuss it, but I mean, how else could I have found Just that? Just stumbled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've all, uh, we've all put that in on, uh, on Google. Before. It worries yeah. me, though, with the old... I mean, I think that's actually really nice in that instance, got to mm. say that. But on the whole, just as far as I'm concerned, anyone out there, when it comes to my birthday, buy them. On the whole, okay. I like a Times Roman font. I don't want Do glitter you? and happy birthday. I don't. I don't really want that. Oh, okay. And uh, when people's kids give you cards and you go, oh, oh yeah. it's so lovely. Oh, they must have taken it. I can't read it. What is it? It's just orange crayons. <laughs> See, I I feel very uh, sort of ambivalent about the card giving process. Anyway, <laughs> even a bought card, I just think, oh well. Essentially, all we've done is you know written something and then it's going in the bin in a few days. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know it doesn't really matter to me the level of trouble. You've either made it or you've bought it. Either way, it's a tiny moment, isn't it? I prefer an audio card, and I know so does my brother who had a birthday this week. An Happy audio birthday! Card. What one yep. of those that you open and it's Cliff no, Richard singing? I'm just doing it now. Happy birthday <laughs> oh, that's to my brother. That's it. Oh, yeah. from you? Yeah, I forgot to send something, but I'm going to get him some vinyl. He's up for some vinyl. He wants some vinyl. There we go. So you didn't send him way. a card at all? You just sent him birthday? Him, I sent him nothing. <laughs> I've texted him saying okay, there's well, some well, stuff on the way. Well, we went. It, what, what, it worked out so perfectly on Kat's birthday because mm. Kat, the, Kat, the great passion of Kat's life is Ulrich Schnauss. Yeah. The German electronica. Music You're Luco-like, according to some. Well, I, I can't agree with that. It's, mm. it's sort of shoegaze music. I think we've discussed this yeah. before. You have a cushion stare-off, don't you? Yeah, we, <laughs> we, do, we, have, we have an Ulrich Schnauss cushion at home. Um, and one of me. But anyway... Um, uh, we went to a gig. He happened to be doing a gig on Cat's birthday in Edinburgh. It couldn't have been more perfect. So we went along, and um, a, a woman came up to me before the, the gig and said, a big, big blonde woman, and she said, uh, oh, God, we've been pointed at you. My friends thought you were that bloke off the right stuff. I thought, well, this oh. isn't <laughs> going at all well. <laughs> um, I presume she meant Matthew Wright. Oh, yeah, I couldn't see. There's a anyway. I was I I'd, I you know I'd I'd been ill. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, she um, then she talked to me for a bit, and I thought I'll give her the third sentence, and then that'll mm. be enough. Mm -hmm. And then and, and then when the gig started, it's kind of he gets on stage. It's just him and a laptop. You know what I mean? Oh. So it's kind of <laughs> and it's mainly middle-aged men slightly nodding their heads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. She was dancing, hands above the head, and, and sort of looking across at me in a kind of a catch-my-eye kind of way, and I thought, I'm just going to keep nodding. And then she came over, and she said, is that your girlfriend there? And I said, I thought, please don't talk to her during an Ulrich Schnauzky. I wouldn't <laughs> dare. I wouldn't dare. And she went and started... It reminded me when my mum used to say about, about, about the dog, don't, don't touch his dish! <laughs> don't touch his dish! <laughs> If you touch this dish, you'll have your hand off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this woman went over, and, and, and Kath was just, um, I mean, quite, she had touched Kath's dish. It was oh, as simple no. as that, and it all went oh, a bit dear. wrong. And the woman, in an effort to make it better, kissed Kath on, on top of the head. Right. Yeah. How, how tall was the woman standing at? She sounds like Nanny from Count Ducky well, or something. Yeah. <laughs> An enormous woman. I knew I'd seen her somewhere before. <laughs> I thought she was. Uh, I thought she was removing lice. I mean, it looked like that. She sort of went. went, went down. Oh no! But uh, that was a bit. That was awkward. Generally, that was a bit speaking. hairy. <laughs> um, I'd like to, but I, if there's anyone out there, if you text us on eight twelve fifteen, if you've had an, anything. Uh, whether a homemade card or a gift is a good idea, bad idea. And I just, 
I, I'm I'm not sure now whether I'm going to do it next time. That's that's my big mm. um, thing. What I'm doing is I'm crowbarring a, a phoning into <laughs> this. <laughs> if anyone at home thinks, oh, where did that come from? Um, I'm just I, I don't feel I'm hearing from enough listeners, and it's starting to make me feel anxious. Please text in. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. I, why didn't I just say that? Yeah. Please. Like, please give generously. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Tell you what, the uh, plaintive begging for people to get in touch has had an impact, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, goodness. Maybe I'm going to try that on the friendship front. <laughs> I don't know why more radio programmes don't just beseech their listeners to get in touch. Exactly. <laughs> on 8-12-15. Get in touch 15. on 8-12-15. Yes. Mm, yeah. I like 522, Alan. Morning team, I made my mate a birthday card from macaroni, lentils and some old glitter makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's from well, Nicky. That takes me back to, very um, blue Peter, to craft lessons at oh, school yeah, when we yeah. used to use um, pasta. I didn't really know what pasta was then. No. But macaroni. <laughs> macaroni, yeah, you could make... Uh... You forget there was a time people didn't know about pasta in the United <laughs> Kingdom. It's true. It's so widely available now. I had it? no idea. I, rem- I can... I mean, I'm old enough now to remember like the arrival of the, the pizza. Oh, the first wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, great and when it, The first time I saw a kiwi fruit... Oh. <laughs> I thought it was elephant dropping. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's been left in the crate accidentally. You know, I think you know. You used to get, you used to get in those days. This is terrible. I should be on the wrong state, different station in Radio Two. This is, but uh, you'd often get like the big spider in the in the fruit. You oh, the, in the bananas. If you got the fruit stuff, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Debbie on... Kept the population down. Carry on. <laughs> Debbie says, Morning, all the fact you remembered her birthday is great and a handmade card is brilliant. Even a vampire in a gimp suit would be better than no card at all. Interesting. Oh, funnily enough, that's actually my family motto. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that I support. I thought you were going to say that was what the basket was full of. <laughs> there's, there's loads of spare <laughs> uh, gimp suit pictures, but they've gone. Like, now... Somebody, <laughs> when you said text in, please, someone has just texted in. Hello, Frank. Jeff. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Jeff. <laughs> Good work, Jeff. That's Jeff Lloyd took pity on us. Um, during that musical interlude, Frank, you and Alan had a little bit of a heated debate about um, keep away from the dish, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just to do Alan, with the dog. I have to say, Alan is a bit of a. Uh, he is the dog whisperer. <laughs> I am not. I'm, I'm, I know nothing about them. I'm learning as well, I go just, along. You, you felt happy to correct me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't bring it up as correction. We were having a conversation about stay away from the dish, and I pointed out, and very happy for listeners to validate this on. Well, uh, in, ca- in case you just tuned in, I was saying yeah. that the thing in my house is that if anyone, went, if anyone went near Shep's dish, Shep was the dog. <laughs> Um, my mum would go, don't, don't touch his dish! Because if you touch his dish, <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd do one of those very deep growls. Oh, yeah. From, from, from his... Uh, it was abdominal. <laughs> and he'd Instead go, of Ronan Keating r- from his boots. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, there you go. And then you think, oh, I don't, I don't. This, this is... There was the bar... There was a, a high growl that was, <laughs> that was basically... A, a, it was the, the last stage before a bark. Right. So he'd go... <laughs> but the Train deep pulling into the, the deep the deep one it, there was no bark involved the oh. deep one oh. went from deep growl to bite that's yeah, yeah. that's definitely he, he eliminated threats. the middleman and what kind of dog was this because this is the staffy bull terrier oh, oh, it was right, the staffy yeah. the the whippet was the um, this was when Staffordshire Bull Terriers were owned by people that didn't look like they'd killed their family and buried them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> nice days, weren't they? Well, yeah. you, say, you say that, but I have seen some of your family photos. <laughs> yes, well, anyway. <laughs> they were the days before pasta, weren't they? Uh, so what, you, should Frank have, what should well, Frank's family have done? The advice nowadays, I must say, is that you have to be the boss of the dog, and so their food... Their food is what you have let them have. So you pretend to eat some food out of their bowl. You, oh. keep the food aw- you keep the food away from them and then you put the bowl down and then you say, OK, go, have it. And that 
that lets the dog know you're in charge of its food and it stops it scavenging and all that sort of thing. You have to pretend to eat the dog's food. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we get the... Yeah, that's not going to happen. Really? Uh, well, I can see... Is it the pack animal thing, then? So yeah, they yeah, will respect you more. It's all about being pack leader. They like to know their place, don't they, the dogs? They like to... Apparently, if you give them a if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. <laughs> they don't really want to be pack leader. Certainly not some dogs. They but they just have that thing where they have to try to be. It's their thing. I don't. So he should to, have touched his dish. Oh, definitely touch his dish. Well, I suppose <laughs> once once you hadn't, then you can't go back. It's, We'd have to. You know those things when you see a police dogs being trained, and you have to have the padded forearm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have had to have got one of those jackets. <laughs> you definitely need one of those. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, don't touch his dish. That's what I said at the uh, the Murdoch hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had some texts in on eight twelve fifteen. Good. About uh, you were talking about homemade cards slash gifts. Mm. Um, this is from three four one. An ex girlfriend once made me a Christmas stocking from red felt. Inside mm. was a tin of meatballs and a and a tin of twelve p beer from Tesco. We broke up soon after. No, but I mean the stock. I mean, okay, that was. I think what that was just um, ballast. <laughs> those two. That was to, to give <laughs> to give the stock in its full length. You yeah. think? I think that could have easily been two stones. Although yeah. it, is, uh, it is. But a red felt stocking. That's a. That's yeah. good. Someone. That's that. It's not. I don't know if you've ever tried stitching felt. It's it's very no. awkward to align the seams. No, because I'm not medieval. <laughs> okay. Oh well, I'm medieval. I've I've made myself quite a lot of jester suits <laughs> over the of years for some of my uh, I've done a lot of work private dues you know corporates <laughs> at the royal family <laughs> but they insist on the uh, the, the tights and the, and, and the belled hat <laughs> and uh, felt is a is a nightmare to work with is it mm. who knows I like the idea that she gave him a tin of felt uh, a tin of uh, meatballs and a tin of beer that is basically saying enjoy a night in without me isn't it. <laughs> Exactly. Have a bloke's night in. And if one of your legs gets a bit cold, (laughs) go felt. We've had some other texts in, Frank. We've had, uh, Alan was talking about overhearing. We were all talking about that eavesdropping. Yeah. 295 says one should not listen to private conversations and therefore we need to make sure that we're careful in it. I'm not sure about that. I think one should enjoy snippets and wonder what the rest of the conversation was. Just before coming up to Edinburgh, I walked into a restaurant to uh, hear... Oh, I, say restaurant. I should say that Can't. bloke did text from GCHQ. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got an agenda. Yeah, he used to work for News International. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I walked into a... From prison. <laughs> <laughs> I walked into a cafe to hear somebody finishing a story to, like, six people, and he went, yeah, and it turned out they were Buddhists. And that, you kind of go, I wish I could have heard the rest of yeah. this story. What what were they doing that it turned out they were Buddhists? But it's a handy uh, catch-all ending for any anecdote you could throw mm. that in. I've since stuck it on the end myself. Yeah, yeah. If, if one of those anecdotes that doesn't go that well, you could always come up with that. Oh, my Edinburgh show's full of that. <laughs> must, you could have ended the show, with I must that. say, and it turned out they were Buddhists five times in the hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I heard someone in a cafe the other day go, uh, they said, do you, want, um, do you want a hot chocolate? And he mm. went, uh, oh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and I thought, I love, I love the variety of sound that proceeds, <laughs> don't mind if I do. So, uh, sometimes I'll go for a, oh, don't mind if I do. Or a, oh, oh, don't mind if I do. And you can all put all sorts of little... Uh, you can. It's one of the, the great responses to any offer, that, don't mind yeah. if I do. I'm, uh, I'll bear it in mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, it depends what you're offered. <laughs> it wouldn't really work. It'd be a rubbish response as if he was class A drugs. Whoa! Don't mind if I do. <laughs> I think that you'd uncool the whole situation, and quite rightly. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Frank, we've had some texts in on eight twelve fifteen. Good. We were, you were talking specifically about uh, a homemade card you'd made for Kath, your girlfriend. Mm. And Eddie from Swindon said, "I made some homemade perfume from rose petals." She said oh. it smelt naff, and then we broke up. Well, oh. Eddie, you brought that on yourself by giving a gift that a five-year-old would make. <laughs> oh come on, Eddie has been out and gathered. He's actually he's harvested. Well, yeah. we don't even know that, do we? <laughs> From rose petals. Oh, what do you think? He just he had some roses in the house. And yeah, thought, yeah. Just, just, perhaps just... some of them had fallen into their own water, and he thought <laughs> oh, I could just bottle that. 
I like. He feels. I like Eddie as well because you don't get many Eddies these days. They're normally Eds, aren't they? I think you do in Swindon. Oh, do you? okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Iron. All right, Ed. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> That's what Eddie will be like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I made it myself. It's like, you know, rules. I did it with the roses. That's what I'll be like. It's not a swindler, actually. Oh, I think so. Near enough. Frank, we've also got a dilemma. I don't like it. Smells bad, did it? No, it's all right. Smell it. Try it. It's all right. Got real roses. Yeah. I sorry. don't like your gravedigger character. <laughs> no, okay. Um, uh, one of my grandfathers was a gravedigger. Um, we've had a uh, text in. Any booty? On A1215. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's a lonely life for gravedigger. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've had a text. That's great oh, news. Oh, dear. Um, this is from 840. He's quite wisely remained anonymous. <laughs> Frank, Emily and the Cockerel. I had a voicemail from my girlfriend last night. Mm. She'd rung me from her pocket by accident. What oh, I heard was a man desperately trying to flirt with her. It then cut off. Should I bring this up with her or simply let it lie? Hmm. So obviously she was out in a bar somewhere. She rung yeah. by accident. Yeah. You heard these these noises. Well, I mean, first of all, congratulations. Because I've I, I've been phoned accidentally by hundreds of people and all I ever hear is <laughs> no, I've never heard anything of any input you always think and I'll listen for uh, 45 minutes yeah yeah, yeah. just in <laughs> case you never hear anything so at least he's, he's I rub my hands with glee Frank when I see a 22 minute message yeah because yeah. I know a celebrity friend has called me by mistake and I love that yeah really? well I, I rub my hands with um <laughs> Antiseptic, <laughs> yeah. because you got to be careful with the phones. <laughs> yeah, I keep a fifty-six pound uh, tub of Swarfiga. <laughs> I just thrust. I thrust to the to the forearm. Yeah. Before yeah. I handle my phone. Oh, it's it. It's I've, a slippy. I've it's put, a slippy, baby. I'll take both hands in, up to the elbow and the phone. <laughs> it's all it's all getting right. swarfed. So, never mind you two and your swarf. <laughs> what do you think, Frank, of this dilemma? What other dilemma? Well, I. Um, what do you advise? I mean, should he raise it? Well, let first of all, let let's make it clear that the, the, it, there was no evidence of her responding. I mean, attract, uh, attractive women get... I love how Tory MP, you've gone, let me be absolutely clear. <laughs> yeah. Let me just say two things. <laughs> First that... of all, she's, you know, attractive women get chatted up all the time. And, it, you know, it, that's no sin on their part. Mm. I, uh, my guess is that she rebuffed him. Oh, I hope so. Um, I'm hoping that. Uh, let's hope the phone wasn't switched off by her uh, uh, behind hitting the leather seat of his Lamborghini. Let's hope that. But I think you've got to give a, a you know, if, if you trust someone, you trust someone. Uh, being chatted up, I mean, could he hear her saying, ooh, mm, don't mind if I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, don't mind if I do? Could he hear her saying that? No, he couldn't. So uh, I, I, I mean, you, I wouldn't mention it personally because I think you, you've already started on the. Um, there's a distrust thing then in the mm. air. Although, given that he can hear details of a, a muffled voice call, he should just be within about a mile of her and he can hear the rest of the uh, story unfold. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I'd keep an eye out for other signs over the next couple of weeks. But yeah. at the moment, I'd give her, give her the benefit of the DNA. I'd, I'd be happy to do DNA. Yeah. Blood <laughs> tests, it, it well, yeah, it's it's hard. Uh, a DNA you emails. can do, you know, you can you can pick up off stuff, but um, a blood test, are you gonna are you gonna just squeeze that into the conversation? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, unless you can get her on Jeremy Kyle. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Now, Frank, what do you make of well, the big story of the week was the um, I'm calling it the Winslow fire. It wasn't actually No, it was her actually fire. The, it was the Richard Branson fire. But she it? did make it her own, really. In case you don't know this story. And I must say, not many news stories filter in when you're in, in Edinburgh, Edinburgh Festival because mm. you just you lose track of the real world. But this was such a great story. Mm. It was a massive house fire in which no one was hurt. <laughs> hurt. No one What's happened to me? I can't, I'm so excited about this story, I can't <laughs> speak. Uh, it was Richard Branson's house, so it doesn't really matter whether it was insured or not. <laughs> yeah, yes, and that's true. best of all, Kate Winslet was um, a real-life hero. Mm. And I, I think the, the key feature of this story, I can't remember reading anything in the paper which I believed less <laughs> than... The, and I love Kate Winslet. I think she's a fabulous actress, and etc., and a national hero in many ways. But I do not believe that she picked up Richard Branson's 88-year-old mother, whatever old she was. 90. 
90. Brutus the Tortoise. Any advance on 90? No? <laughs> 91? <laughs> uh, and she carried her down some um, treacherous steps, according to I don't uh, believe that either. That's what... I, he can't. It's just such a great... He's made it all. Yeah. She must have had a, uh, a robust footwear on there. <laughs> she well, was going well, down let's some not, treacherous Let's not forget, steps. the Kate Winslet takes a nine and a half. <laughs> How do we know this? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that. she, could, she could have stamped it out. There was the, <laughs> no, don't, don't, we don't need the fire brigade. Kate will stamp. Kate could have, if, if Kate had just rested her toes on the, on the first floor windowsills, they could have slid down like on an uh, aeroplane. And it's inflatable a, ramp it's thing. a lovely island I wouldn't be surprised if there were some flippers knocking about her, her in flippers five <laughs> minutes oh, she could have hard. had that whole thing out what she but why she walked back when she went down to the the pool house to put the flippers on uh-huh. went her own oh she'd have her own custom made flippers I don't know if they're doing it or not <laughs> she'd walk back that that would have got the whole the, the walk back would have got the whole fire flaring up you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, would have that, like it would have been like a bellows <laughs> I did feel for her though Frank because she was I mean she didn't look well she didn't look her best I'm going to put that out there I think she's a good looking woman yeah I find I I don't know I find firefighting generally can mess up your makeup (laughs) I didn't think she looked that bad but she was in a picture next to a 90 year old woman the picture that I saw well that's true with the the burnt house in the background they actually did a post heroics uh, photo I felt sorry for the for the mother, the Branson's mother. If you're 90, she might not have wanted to be saved. I'm now going to put it on record. <laughs> any any age past 60, please please feel free to leave me in a fire. If I'm in a building, I'm not I'm that gonna, bothered. I'm, I'm going to keep you to that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I, I was tempted to say 45, but I think that's too miserable. But, Do think, yeah, but oh. I, I don't like the idea of, of Kate Winslet rubbing her chin, looking at Richard Branson's mum, thinking, well, she's had a good evening. Yeah. <laughs> No, maybe it was a no. I think she took. To yeah, I think her instinct is to, to yeah, save yeah, Kate Winslet. I think she saw this old woman and thought, "Well, she. I mean, she's like kindling. <laughs> she's, uh, you know, she'll they don't get much thing. drier than that. She'll go." <laughs> I said, "Look, no sap in her." Frank, when I looked at it on the paper, I said, "Look at Brutus the tortoise," and you said, "Don't speak about Richard Branson's mother like that." <laughs> no, you, I, I mean, I, I don't want to be disrespectful to. For goodness sake, there's rumours that Richard Branson's <laughs> going to buy Absolute. So can I say, apparently, um, Christian O'Connell um, grabbed um, his mum from the arms of Kate Winslet and said, no, 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 I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, it's, uh, there is talk that Richard Branson is going to take up... Perhaps we shouldn't talk... Oh, we well, shouldn't talk about this, sorry. <laughs> the producer's got a I head in his hands gonna, right now. Sorry, <laughs> I heard it was going to be called Absolute Radio, spelt L-double-O-T. At the end, if he takes over. Anyway, so um, so can I say that if I'd have been there, Richard, I'd have been straight in. Yeah. Mm. But uh, there was a picture of Kate Winslet in a very loose sort of black... It was very loose, a black caftan. Well, was it a caftan? It looked like a big, long yeah. T-shirt. I thought she was uh, currently filming the Joe Brand story. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> what? That's... She might have just been like you in your MC Hammer pants around the house. They've I... caught her in her house clothes. That, that, that's that's uh, yeah, her house fire clothes. <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it kept every every story as well said, um, "Oh, Kate, who uh, star of Titanic," which is mm. they don't yes. normally put that. They've no, just no. They thought, you know, they know it's a tragedy. They want to link the natural disasters. Yeah, yeah. there's a suggestion that she can work at uh, at both ends of fire the heat water, spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> Ice. Water, bring it on! Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, yes, that's that all gone a bit Buddhist. Um, <laughs> it turned out they were Buddhist. Let's say we're going to close the show. Just like. <laughs> uh, that was Kings of Leon. Use somebody. Don't. Mm. <laughs> we've uh, we've had quite a few texts in. Uh, uh, somebody talking about the homemade gifts. Uh, I make a lot of gifts myself using felt. I like to make my presents felt. See what, oh, see what he's done there. That's presents clever, felt. actually. That is clever, though, because we did talk about homemade presents and the woman who made the felt stockings. So. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. What he's done, he's taken various threads of the show and built them into something beautiful. Oh, he's, uh, I'm saying a he, is it a he? Stitched yes, it's yeah, Paul from Cuffley. Uh, Paul. Frank, we've also had a review of that fall track that you played. <laughs> 
Julian and Lorraine in Woodford Green, just as Marky Mark started singing a dog... Marky Mark? A dog in the street started howling. That's a pure coincidence. <laughs> yeah, someone's touched his dish. That's the... Oh, oh, oh that made me feel oh, sick, oh. you say. Um, we've had another curious text in. Yeah. Haven't we, Alan? Haven't we? 679, eavesdropping was illegal until 1967. I just thought you might like to know. Is that right? Mm. It was it an, an offence? I don't oh. like being illegal on trains. I, how, no? would, how would people police that, though? Exactly. <laughs> and what happened in 67? It was the summer of love. Well, I have to say, guys, you see, is this weird? When I sit opposite people sometimes, and I did this on the way up to Edinburgh this on this occasion, the man was talking on the phone and I was quite interested, not in that way, but as soon as he said his name out loud, can I say his name? I don't know if I'm allowed to. No, don't say his name. OK. But, um, Let's say he was called... Jeff Sharkey. Yeah, so Jeff Sharkey. So he went, hello, Jeff Sharkey, when he picked up the phone. And then I thought, oh, Google him. I'm interested. He was talking about recruitment. <laughs> so I Google. Is that weird that I did that? Well, um... <laughs> I'm really interested in people. I wanted to know more about him. No, so I as Googled. long as you weren't travelling on the, the 1967 <laughs> from Kings, uh, or 66, I suppose. What, I, I, what an idea, that stranger opposite you could be Googling you. Yeah. Well, I was once on the same train as uh, as a guy who does the sort of fashion makeovers on stuff like This Morning. Gock! Uh, no, not Gock. No. I can't remember his name. Andrew something, I know it's who you Something mean. or other. Yeah. And, and he was taking a business phone call and said, yes, I'm available. And then he said... <laughs> Uh, I'm on a busy train, but I'll do it for my usual rates, darling. Okay. <laughs> and, and I thought... Are you sure that a... wasn't me? <laughs> Is that your thing? Is that... Did you Google his usual rate? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> not I would have. I, I doubt if that's on the... Uh... I defo would have. Yeah, well, that's... So, uh... so I, I, uh, I actually leave um, Edinburgh today. Oh. I know, I'm really sad, actually. I'm heading... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, I think. I, um... We've been. Uh, You're heading I'm, south. Yeah, I am heading south. I tell you, I had some. I've had a brilliant um, this morning when uh, I got up and uh, did my ablutions. Uh, <laughs> I had some brilliant stop. It is how, this is how I try to run my life, right? I finished my toothpaste, hmm. oh. and I finished uh, a tube of moisturiser this morning, and I thought to myself, as I squeezed at the last bit, well, at least I won't have to log them. Back home, <laughs> and the satisfaction of not having to take those back and yeah. finish them off. I, oh god! It's like a full stop on your festival, that isn't it? I I, yeah. I, I love trying. I I deliberately bring when I I'll pick up a, a, a tube of toothpaste and think, yeah, about two weeks because <laughs> I left a fuller moisturizer back at the flat. So I thought I don't want to be. That. I love. He does use a moisturizer. I love it. Oh yeah. god, I use a moisturizer. You, you mm. try and get a grip of me. Do you want to play? This? <laughs> Just try and get a grip. It's like trying to hold a, a, a big. A big trout. <laughs> oh, so I've been told. I mean, I, I, that, that might not be uh, necessarily... And I was in the shower this morning. I don't know if I should own up to this, but I was Go in on. the shower. And Emily, I knew, was having a shower in, a, in, a, in, a, in, in her bathroom. Yeah. Bit. And uh, I want to make it clear, separate showers. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm in the shower and suddenly my water goes cold. Obviously, oh. Emily has, uh, uh, has cranked up. I'd like to say that wasn't me, because I did mine later. It was our producer. Was it? Oh, mm. oh it was Emma. Oh, well, no. well, I, I re- because I, I listened for your sound effects and I wouldn't have done that, Frank. Well, as, <laughs> I've never been so insulting. You know, but but I, I have to say, I was so... Um, I, I, this is. I love you both very much, but when it happened, it really went cold, and I did a quick rinse, and then I turned my thing off very quickly, thinking, "Yeah, now burn." <laughs> <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I have to say, one thing I will miss about Edinburgh is um, sharing a flat with. Uh, well, it was Emily and, and Lisa, and now Emily and Emma. And it's 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 very communal. I mean, the cockerel's made his own arrangements. Yeah, we don't question that. I've lo- do you know what I've loved most? I've loved the early morning ukulele sessions. Mm-hmm. That's my alarm call from Frank George Formby. <laughs> oh, nice! I like the chewing of the fat at the kitchen table. Oh, that that is. And the pre-bed Simon Callow impressions. <laughs> yeah, those well, are... that, uh, those have been endless. Uh, when Emma arrived the other day, uh, she arrived on uh, Thursday, wasn't mm. it? I forgot that my new... Because last week, my lounging clothes was my um, I- I Istanbul pantaloons. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but a friend of mine who works at West Bromwich Albion sent me um, their new away kit. So really? that, yeah, and that arrived. So that's mm. been my lounging kit. And so I, I, Emma couldn't get in the door, so I went to open the door, and I realised, you know, she, th- there was a middle-aged man in full football. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about socks, shorts, <laughs> and shirts, like just. <laughs> And she was very, all right. <laughs> Hello, six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like a terrible... It was like... I just laughed outright. Yeah. It was like I'd been kidnapped um, about 50 years ago. <laughs> and then I had, I had a, that was the only clothes I ever had, and I just got out the cupboard. <laughs> Still in the same but kit. You know what, Frank? Living together, I found I've been faced with a new challenge because I live hand solo. Mm-hmm. Ordinarily, yeah, and what well, we all do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what I found, and I'm not used to this concept, Frank. When you come in late, which I do, I, I sometimes it'll be a four a.m. Oh yeah, that's bit hey, ta- that's Edinburgh. What for do? Bit tankerade up, mm. and you have to creep. You have to creep around. Mm. So I've got a whole system. I take the shoe off on level one of the stairs so <laughs> I don't wake you guys up. That's a good thing. Don't turn the lights on. My issue is always with the loo. If you're doing ladies' things, um, not not horrid men's things, yeah. um, <laughs> then do you flush the toilet? Because the old Scottish system, it yes. will be noisy. Uh, right. Yes. Well, it's, it's, I think there's a bagpipe incorporated <laughs> into the system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how they're invented. There it. is, certainly. Because <laughs> uh, 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 Kathy's staying in a separate flat with her sister, and her shower sort of goes... It's, it's got an element of uh, bagpipe. So you crept in last night, and we've Frank. got the snigger in fridge. <laughs> we've got a fridge that goes... <laughs> I don't, um, you know, like, your, your like manager, mischievous school children in the corner. Your I'm manager like, set that up for you. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like to be surrounded by some level of laughter. Yeah. <laughs> All time. I've got a lovely picture over my bed. Have you, I, I don't think I've showed you that. The roseate spoonbill. Oh, beautiful oh. bird. Mm. Yeah, got a, got a head like a castanet. <laughs> oh, this pack with, um, I think I've got, um, I think a Louisiana hawk on the opposite wall. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously, um, he's on the hunt for a rodent. You can see it in his eye. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute. Oh, me and me and the cockerel were just having a quite a dispute <laughs> about whether Ulrich Schnauss is better than Gomez because we were at c- conflicting gigs the other night. <laughs> we had a time That's flash. the crazy uh, finger on the pulse. Yeah, um, felt very 2011. <laughs> um, so, Frank, we were talking about creeping in earlier to the flat, yes. which I have to say you did last night. I did. I was uh, I was sort of partying. Yes, I, I know where you were, Frank. And I, was at, I was at an author's dinner. Yes, I know you were, Frank. In fact, I have what I'd like to call a GTA. Oh, oh here we go. A grievance to air. Oh, oh no. Um, Is it that time already? Yes. Grievance Frank to air, has... I'm, I'm not going to pussy... I know you appreciate straight talking, Frank, and I, I'm no pussyfooter. <laughs> um no. So I'm going to get cut straight to it. You've stolen a friend off me. That Ooh. is not correct. You have. Well, not. St- I don't think I've stolen. It's like um, timeshare, isn't it? Can I? Yeah, I've got a friend. Yes, mm-hmm. he's an author. He's called Neil Gaiman. We're going to actually name yes, him. Yes, I've now. named him now. Okay, <laughs> he'll be happy with it. Um, and I introduced them. I thought it was quite a munificent thing to do. I was quite oh. proud of myself. Good work. And um, mm-hmm. they got on famously. Yes. Well, that's because... The two famous people. <laughs> In their own right. Yeah. And the muggle has been cast aside. Oh, no, that's oh. not No, fair. it's not. But you have stolen the friend. You I, have not, I have not stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was three of us at a lunch. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, a lot of his job is editing. Uh-huh. And he thought, three, there's, a, there's two, one too many. It was going to go. <laughs> and it went. No, but it was... Uh, yes, it, well, I was, it was a bit... Um, the thing is, I am a big fan of... of I didn't think we were going to name him, but That's I'm a okay. big fan of Neil Gaiman and, mm-hmm. and of Reddy stuff and think he wrote one of the best Doctor Who episodes ever and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I sort of interviewed him a bit. It wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't at all casual about it. I started... You know, that bit in Chapter 9 where you... It was a bit like that. Oh, I've nice. been at a convention for him. But mm. he, he, he forgave me for it. But, yeah, I went to... Uh, 
Oh, we got the Mexican takeaway in. It was, it was. Did fun. you? Oh, yeah. I love Mexican food, not in Mexico. That's one of my. Yeah, things. right. Have you ever had Mexican food in Mexico? I haven't. No, I've never been to Mexico. Horrible. I said to a waiter, I said, "This is a bit third world," <laughs> and uh, he looked affronted. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, the general what, feeling was that Mexican food wasn't great in the UK. You know, I love food. I'm already keen to. It's much better than it is in uh, what we basically were eating Tex-Mex. Anyway, this is oh. a different. This is a different thing. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, so I went along and there was oh, was oh, there was all sorts of famous writers there. Oh, Frank! Oh, yeah. It was very exciting. Ian M. Banks. Mm. Right, so he was in his. I uh, don't want a name drop. Science fiction. He, well, he was when I spoke to him. Was he? <laughs> he had to be. And um, let me put it this way, well-known Scottish uh, detective author, um, I was uptown top ranking, if you know what I'm saying. Wow. Wow. Big fan. Yeah, Big are fan. you? Yeah, yeah. I, like the, I like the Rebus. Oh, God. So, yeah, so it, it, was, it was brilliant. But I, I, I was thinking, because cause, um, Emily did casually use the phrase friend-stealing, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I... See, I kind of like introducing my friends mm. to other friends because I always think that's probably got me off the hook because you've only got so much time for your friends. Mm-hmm. Well, it's that's probably gave me a, a three or four extra evenings yeah, a yeah. year. You've just got to obey the FOF contract, the friend of friend contract, yeah. which states that in the early days, really, the original friend, the OF, has always got to be present. Yeah, yeah you well, can't swoop in. And that's what I did. I, I'm afraid I did slightly break that. Oh, yeah. did you? Yeah, well, I mean, Emily uh, did, wasn't at the... Um, I did get an there. invite, though. Well, right. You, Late in the day, Neil, well, but I did, did get yeah, it. I think, I think you, you pressured. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> pressured that, yeah. <laughs> and, and we did, we swapped numbers in front of Emily, which was slightly rubbing her nose, isn't he? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm... Uh, I'm very excited about it. I, I kind of I'm stopped. genuinely did, excited. Didn't as well. I steal you, Em? You did. I sort of stole you from from Jonathan Ross and and, and Jane. So but I you can it. choose your friends, can't you? You can't just do this with someone's brother and suddenly have them as a brother, can you? No, you can't, <laughs> you can't steal your family. But you can. No. You can I, did steal it, I did it with someone's wife. Once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, and uh, funny enough, they made a bit of a, a hoo ha about it as well. <laughs> People I mean, it wasn't like it was permanent. It was, only a, it was only a weekend. <laughs> it was. It was more. It was more rental than the theft. <laughs> anyway, this won't oh. put um, Rob Bonnie on the uh, Radio Five Sports Special. So that's mm. my uh, radio version of this. This won't put the bonnet on the baby. <laughs> I, I was quite happy with it. Uh, we got Mark Crossley coming up next. Um, not the uh, Notts Forest goalie. Don't think that for mm. a, for a second. Uh, our very own Mark Crossley, I like to call him. You can download um, the um, Not The Weekend podcast on Wednesday. Uh, we leave Edinburgh today, so we'll be back in Golden Square next week. So um, I'll be, you know, it's... Um, I'll be glad to get back. I love Golden Square. Um, I think that's about all from us. It's been uh, very lovely, as it always is. And... Um, end of line. We only have this excerpt. This is Frank Skinner. Please.